to produce fire from wood or from stones, or from metal, by rubbing them against each other or, hit, hit, or hitting them against each other, until a fire is produced. Similarly, uh, a kind of uh, combustible uh, liquid, which is very, uh, very powerful. Shuba mayim, which is which is liquid, uh, so like a, a kind of kerosene. Shemanidin eisay achi dalek that you uh, irritate it, you shake it till it till it ignites. A klizach a kosher or a hard glass utensil is chokis mele mayim, or a or a glass uh, full of water. Shemrichaisa connected in a shemesh. You put it corresponding to the sun's ray. Achi yachse nago the pishton until it will ignite a uh, uh, it will shine on. Uh, uh, light on flax or anything else like that. Kitzah be delicate and it'll ignite, as do we do today with magnifying glasses or fire starters. Calls that kitzah be also yontif. All this type of fire producing is forbidden. Forbidden on yontif. Shlohuta be yontif el lahavir meish mitzuyah. The only permissibility on yontif is to let a fire from pre-existing flame. Avol hamzi eish to produce a new fire also is forbidden. Mishari efshel hamzi eish meerev because it's possible to produce them before yontif. So before yontif, you have to light a lamp with oil, for example. Let that be your available fire. There's no need to create a new fire on Yantif. So any malacha which you could do before Yantif, you may not do on Yantif. Unless doing it before Yantif would compromise the taste of the food. In this case, it would not obviously compromise the food. Even though you let light on fire Yantif without necessity, I think this means without a necessity of cooking, but for other necessities like heat, for example. Also, we said that that's because fire is necessary for cooking. It's all, it's all, therefore, it's permitted to do for any other purpose as well. Also, the Chabas says, You're not allowed to extinguish a fire, even if it was originally lit for the purposes of, 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 of for food, for cooking. Because extinguishing a flame is a malacha, which is not necessary to produce food. Just as you cannot extinguish a fire, you're not to extinguish a candle. I'm not sure what the difference is. Why do you think it's uh, any different? In Kiba, if you do extinguish a candle or a fire, like Yechayev Malkus, Kamisha Aragaybana, just like you weave or build or did another malacha. Which has no food purpose. You also chayiv malchus for extinguishing a flame. Halacha gimel. A masalkinus up here near the my location. Dichtichbe inala to move the move the opening of a lamp upward, so it should extinguish. I guess by doing so, you kind of have the oil flow away from the wick, and then it burns itself out. The masirinus up here. Shemim inala to remove oil from an oil lamp. Be inyach chayta chasarei shapsiluk bekli. Nor can you cut off the head of the wick with a scissors or a utensil. Avol neifet chasarei shabiada. You can flick off the tip with your hand. These are all, so agudashal eitzim should look up Now, if you have a uh, uh, bunch of wood f- piles together in, in a bonfire, call eitz shaloyu achsa by eish mutal dashamtei. Every any piece of wood that the fire has not yet caught, you can remove, re- remove it from the pile. It's not like taking oil out of an oil lamp, because we take oil, oil out of an oil lamp, it's all considered one f- fuel source. And by taking out one spoonful, you're extinguishing the fire one minute earlier, eventually. However, when it comes to wood in a pile, it's not considered one fuel source. Each each piece of wood is considered separate from the other. So you're taking it out. You're not. It's not going to burn. You're not considered like you're extinguishing the fire any earlier. It's not the way. It's not the way it's it's perceived. Therefore, taking a spoon of oil out of the lamp is considered uh, extinguishing in your chayiv malchus. But taking a wood out of a pile of wood that has not yet caught fire is not you're not chayiv. extinguish a fire. To save money on Yontif, as you may not do on Shabbos. Leave the fire, let the fire burn, and leave the house to save yourself. Of course, nowadays this does not apply because of safety reasons. They may have a fire to be able to have marriage relations. 
Rather, you cover it with a vessel, not one with, not a vessel which will cause it to extinguish, but a vessel which will cause it to, 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 to light to dim, to leave some air. You make it a partition between yourself and the candle. You bring the candle to a different room. All of these are not possible to be done. It's forbidden to extinguish the fire. Therefore, it's forbidden to have marital relations till the candle extinguishes on its own. You're not allowed to move a fire while it's burning or a candle while it's burning. We're not, we're not, we're not concerned. We're not going to make a decree that you can't do so because you might come to extinguish it. Put a candle on a tree. Or any other a palm tree, any other any other growing vegetation on Yomtiv, because you might come to use uh, this thing growing from the ground on Yomtiv. You're not allowed to make use of anything growing on Yomtiv. Therefore, you cannot use anything which grows um, in any fashion, even by putting a candle on it. Halacha vav. to make incense smoke on Yomtiv. Because that extinguishes the fire. When you, when, even if you want to smell the incense. Needless to say, if you're not doing it to smell it yourself, but you're doing it to make the house have a nice smell, to eventually the house should absorb the smell. Or your vessels, your clothing should absorb the smell. That's for sure forbidden. Because when you uh, put the incense over the coals, it, extinguish them, it extinguishes them somewhat. Even though when you cook somewhat, it's also forbidden. It's also um, It also extinguishes the coals somewhat, but that's permitted because that's a malacha, which uh, a pleasure... Uh, eat, cooking or, eat, or, or and eating is something which most people enjoy. Therefore, Chazal didn't make a decree. Incense is something which is only a few people enjoy. Therefore, it's not allowed to be, be done on Yontif. The Paskim write that smoking is considered a basic this, uh, pleasure which all people enjoy, and therefore it's allowed to be done on Yontif. In 2020, or in Tavshin Pe'alef, rather, uh, it's questionable if that is Allah still applies. You have to ask her a competent Rav. Because most people don't smoke today. You're allowed to smoke uh, produce so it should be fit to be eaten just like you're allowed to roast meat over fire so you're instead of cooking the produce you're smoking it you can sweeten mustard by by using a piece of hot red hot metal I guess apparently mustard seeds are very bitter and you have to kind of cook them a little bit or roast them a little bit to make them to sweeten them so you can use red hot metal uh, coals you cannot use uh, actual charcoal because it's going to eventually it's going to extinguish them when you roast them over the charcoal it causes them to extinguish somewhat you're not allowed to extinguish a fire because you want to prevent your food or your house from becoming smoky you're not allowed to fan a fire with a special with a bellows it's a tool which is meant to fan the flames you shouldn't do the craft of a craftsman on Yontif it's not considered Yontif tick you could use, you could blow with a, with, with a blow tube. You're not allowed to um, make charcoal. You're not allowed to braid wicks. Nor can you singe them uh, to prepare them to be lit uh, better. I think that's what it means. You cannot cut a wick in two using a keli. These are all things which are not necessary on Yontif. They may also be a professional a craftsman activity. Um, you're allowed to uh, squeeze a wick with by hand to, to, to make it uh, to make it firm. So you can't actually make a wick by braid. You can't braid strings into a wick. But you can you can sort of uh, squeeze the fabric together to make a wick and by squeezing it, uh, rubbing it in your palms. So and you're allowed to. Soak a wick in oil. 
and then put one end in one lamp and one end in another lamp, light it in the middle. This way, the wick is divided automatically, and there's a wick in the mouth of each candle by the uh, crafty trick which you did by lighting it in the middle, in the center. In Shevin Esachedes, you're not allowed to crack a piece of earthenware or cut a piece of paper to roast upon them because that can be done before Yomtiv. So uh, they would uh, take the piece of earthenware or a piece of paper, smear it with oil, and like roast the fish over that so it shouldn't get, uh, shouldn't get burned from the fire because that's, that, that, that's what the, this makeshift pen of paper or, or of... Uh, of earlier we would do now that can be done before yontif. You don't have to cut it on yontif. Therefore, you cannot do it on yontif. In peitzinus hakone laseisei k'meshapud l'seis b'maliach, you're not allowed to cut a, a break a reed to use as a spit to roast uh, a salted food, a salted fish, or meat. Now shapud said yitzuf when a spit, a spit becomes bent, and now you can't use it to roast. After you shiachol l'pashte biyadi, even though you could actually in theory fix it and make it straighten it by hand, emetak no yisei not allowed to do that. Um, even though even though you can do it by hand, it doesn't require a professional tool. Anyantif, you can't do that. Two kalim which were attached by the way they were the way they were originally fashioned. Two lamps and two cups. And the craftsman would make them like a few together attached, and then you would break them apart in the fin- in, in, in the fi- as the final process. You, it was easier to fashion them together attached, and then the final process was to separate them to separate kalim. So you cannot separate them into two separate ones. Because that's like uh, making the keli. That's the final process of making making it into a keli, and that cannot be done on yontif. Again, anything which can be done before yontif can't be done on yontif. You're not allowed to sharpen a knife for the sharpener. But you could sharpen it, um, or. Uh, um, you're allowed to. Um, also means to sharpen it, but it's not as as, as sharp, I believe. You can um, use it on, on wood. You can sharpen it on wood, or on a uh, piece of earthenware, or on a stone. However, this is not something which you tell people publicly to do, to instruct them publicly. If you tell them they're going to sharpen it, this way they're going to come to sharpen it with an actual sharpener. Therefore, if you're uh, scholarly enough to know to read the Rambam, uh, you, you know that, but you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be told to the masses. When this is applied, um, that it's okay to sharpen it in this fashion, not with a sharpener, but with with uh, with a stone or with wood. When you you can use it uh, with difficulty, or if it was nicked. If, however, you're unable to cut it at all, then you can't even sharpen it in this irregular fashion on wood. Because it requires such sharpening, because since it's since it's you can't even cut with it, or you want to shecht with it, and it has a a, a, a nick, in which case the animal becomes treif. So in that case, we say no. In that case, it's a, the, the, shep, the sharpening is a real necessity, so the animal should not be treif, or it's a real necessity because this knife you want to use to cut your your, your bread is very very dull. Um, you can't even use it uh, at all. Then then you can't sharpen it at all because then since it's since it's, it's in such, such dire need of sharpening, either practically or halachically. Uh, we're afraid you're going to use a sharpener, so you can't sharpen it at all. As a preventive medicine, no sharpening allowed. Um, because of this, you now let us show and give it a knife to a chachmayantif to know if it's good for shechita. Shematiyah b'tzgom, maybe the chacham will tell you that it's nick, you can't use it on yantif. Uh, so he's going to tell you now that shechita because of its blemish, because of the nick. 
since he told you now that sharpen is shechted, you want to have a yontif, you're going to go and sharpen with a sharpener. So therefore, you're not allowed to even show it to a chacham on yontif. If you're not sure if you can use it, you can't use it at all. You can't shecht. Chacham looks at his own knife to make sure when he, when he wants to shecht himself, he, 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 he checks his own knife to make sure it's good for shechita. So he can then afterwards go lend it to somebody else um, uh, who doesn't know how to check it himself. Yamtif not allowed to chop wood on Yantif. Because of course that can be done before Yantif without compromising the taste of food. Not with an uh, axe or a, a sickle, or which is a tool for cutting wheat, or Magir, which is a saw. You're allowed to use a Kavit, which is like a, a, butcher's, a butcher's knife, a, a butcher's chopper. And using the sharp side. You can't use the, the wide side of it. Because that's like a, a hatchet um, or an axe. Why can't you chop wood on Yontif with an axe um, if you need to cook? Because you should not do this weekly activity on Yontif. So if that's the case, why did not, did not forbid it completely? It's possible a person who did chop wood before Yontif. On Yontif, when he wants to take what he, with his log that he chopped before Yontif to cook with it, he's going to find that it's very, very thick and very, very tough. And then um, he's not able to, to ignite it because uh, because if the log is very thick and very and very very strong, the fire is not going to be able to, over, to overcome it. Right? Like it says in Tanya from the Zayar that uh, if you have a log which you're not able to ignite, you have to chop it down to smaller pieces. And, there, and therefore, uh, if you have a heart that the Yerushalayim does not enter it, you have to chop it to smaller pieces. The idea of... Uh, uh, okay, this guy who has this, this piece of wood, he's unable to get it to ignite, and he, now he can't chop more wood. That's he's not going to cook on Yontif. He'll eat cereal, and that's not the Therefore, they said you could chop on Yontif if necessary, but use a Shinoi. In other words, because Chazal could not make a blanket statement that chopping wood on Yontif is usher, because there are situations where you did chop before Yontif, and nevertheless you need to chop on Yontif again because the wood turns out is not needs to be broken down further. So the act of t- chopping wood on Yontif, by definition, is not usher. So if you do find yourself in a situation where you need to chop wood on Yontif, uh, because like we just said, it's, it's a two piece, too thick of a piece of wood, or you forgot to chop before Yontif. Whatever the point is, the point is you're in a situation where you need to chop wood on Yontif, it's not by definition usher, but you have to make up the shinai. Because in principle, you're supposed to chop before Yontif. So therefore, it's, therefore, uh, 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 since that's in principle how it should be done before Yontif, it's only permitted on Yontif with a shinai. All situations That's why they said this is us. This is mutter. Whenever it's, it's whenever they said something is mutter, it's because the situations where you're not able to do it before yantif. And when they said it's us, it's because it could be done before yantif. And when they said it's mutter, but the shinoi, it's because that in principle it should be done before yantif. Except that since not always it's possible, so then they said that if you as a, as a way to remember that it's important to be done before yantif, ideally it should be done before yantif, not left to on yantif if, if otherwise uh, avoidable. They said that you can't do an yontif unless you make a shinoi. Yudalef. A woman should not go among the piles of wood to look for a branch to use for a a, a spit with which to roast. You should not support a pot or a door with a block of wood. The heter to carry wood on yontif is only for the purpose of kindling. So uh, going to look for a spit lachachila or using the wood for this way of uh, of uh, to support uh, a door, support a piece of wood, it's it, for that the uh, the wood is muktzah basically for that. 
If you have these uh, shutters of cabinets and stores, or the shutters to the actual storefront, if it's not a not a building, it's like a gazebo, uh, like 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 a like a stall, market stall. Um, so you allowed to take off these uh, the doors, uh, the shutters to the, to the store, um, and then put them back afterwards. Because she eats it to fall on the and you taking it off to get the spice you need out of the store. This you shouldn't prevent from prevent from experiencing yantiv joy. Now, uh, if it's an actual door that you're taking off or on to a store, that's a problem because of building and demolishing. But since these aren't attached to the ground, so it's not a problem. But um, when this is applied, when the shutters have a hinge in the middle, so they're not they're not, they're not uh, super uh, super secure. If they have so it's, so it's one in, one in the middle, at top of this piece of, of the of the of the shutter, you sort of like just position it so that you put this, put the uh, the hole in the shutter into this nail sticking out, and that secures it. If there's if there's one from the side or probably uh, really I think the way is there's two one one on each side. Also that's also since that's more of a firm attachment. There's a chash you might attach it more firmly, and that's a shtickle building. Um. Okay, if if in the hansirma occur if they don't have any shutter any hinge at all, I'm sorry, I kept saying shutter. The shutter is attached to a hinge. I said nail before. Okay, so it's so so it's here is a hinge. If they don't have a hinge at all, a filo bias motul even at the house where where it's not necessary. Um, even in your house, you can put it back. So by the store, they have to put it back. Is because if you can't put it back, you're not gonna t- you're not gonna if if you can't put it back, you're not gonna take it off. Because if you can't put it back, people are going to steal from your store. You're worried. So you could, so you're, allowed, so you're allowed to take it off. So, you, so, so we let you put it back. So you should not refrain from taking it off. We let you take it off in order you should have the spices you need for Sipachyantin. Now, in your home, uh, if, if, so, but in your home, you can't do that because in your home, you can take it off. You can't put it back because, because why put it back? No one's, no one's stealing in your house, presumably. Um, but if there's no hinge at all, even in your house, you can put it back. You have utensils that are made of detachable parts. It's like a candelabra that has different pieces. It's like a Lego. You put it back together. Or a chair or a table. It's made of various pieces that you have to put together. You're allowed to put it together on Yontif. You don't, you don't, you don't uh, firmly attach it. So like, uh, so for example... Uh, um, a table with has like a, like a like a leaf in the middle. You could take it out and put it back on Yontif. On Shabbos, there's a, there's, there's a gazer against doing this. Although even on Shabbos, for some reason, I, rem- I remember that there's, you're allowed to put a leaf in and out of a table. I forgot why. Anyways, uh, as, long as, you, as long as you make it you know firmly attached. Because when it comes to building, Binyan does not apply by Kalim. Uh, now, it does apply on Shabbos, but not on Yontif. Stones of the bathroom. Which are you either you're piling them up to use them after the bathroom for cleaning cleanliness purposes, or you're constructing like a makeshift toilet bowl over here. Let's look at the second shot. Um, you can set them for yantif. Binyan Abayhu, it's a temporary structure, which is only because of the dignity of human beings. Chazal did not leave the decree in place, therefore it's okay. You doubt. Someone makes a fire in yantif. When he, when he, uh, Sets up the wood. He shouldn't put them on top of the other in like an orderly fashion for the wood pile because that's like impatient your cabana because it looks like a building, like a, like a wood structure. Also, temporary. Also, still forbidden. He should pour all the wood in the pile like in, in a, just a, one big jumble. Or arrange them in a pile, but in, with a shinu case, for example. He should hold it a, uh, one 
piece of wood on top. Put another one under it. Then hold the one under it. So now he's holding two pieces of wood. Put another one under that. And then grab hold of that one with the other hand. So now he's holding three pieces of wood. So eventually he reaches the, to the ground, however, many, however tall he wants the piece of, pieces to be. And then puts them down. So he's essentially building from the top down. Similarly, a pot. You hold it in the air and then you put the stones under it which you want to use to hold it up. But we shouldn't set up the stones and put it on top because that is, again, looks like it's building. You should hold the boards above. And then put the legs under it. And then, so once you, so you should, rather than setting up four blocks of wood and putting the, the, the bed on top of it, a piece of wood on top, a piece, a board of wood on top of that, Looks like, looks like a building. Hold the board in place, then put the poor, put the four pieces of wood just under it, and then let go of the wood, and it'll be it'll be uh, where it needs to be. So that, that's considered a shina. So it shouldn't it shouldn't be making a temporary structure. Binyan arei. Should even egg should not stack on one top of the other. Make like a tower. Again, should change this in this way and do it from up downward. Not sure exactly how that works with eggs. Maybe a little difficult, but. Uh, uh, try it. Let me know how it works. All these type of things require a shina or a departure from the normal normal way. You're allowed to take off a fly, which attaches themselves to an animal. Even though it makes a wound, I assume this is okay because it's not your intention. It's not a psikreisha. The mialdness and behavior yomtiv you cannot help an animal give birth yomtiv. Aval masad you can you, you excuse me, you cannot uh, cause the animal to deliver uh, uh, to give birth yomtiv. Aval masad you can help it. Ketzad for example, aliches v'vlo actually plaarich you can hold the baby while it's being while it's giving while the animal is giving birth it shouldn't fall to the ground. Nevechleiv chot but you can blow into its nostrils and uh, to move the fluid clogging them. V'neisin dad b'tachpiv you can put the the mother's nipple in the mouth of the baby. So it should it should eat. If it's a kosher animal, then it rejected the the the, the child. You're allowed to pour the after birth over the mother. Uh, a love. Uh, that apparently is something which is meant to cause the mother to take mercy on the animal. Or to put a block of salt in its womb. Again, that's something which is presumably will cause the mother to suffer and react mercifully to the baby. So it should have a mercy, mercy in the baby. If it's a non-kosher animal, you're not do any of this. It's unnecessary. In other words, it will not help the animal. Non-kosher animals have a more cruel nature, which is why we're not allowed to eat them. Uh, it's going to give that, us that cruel, cruelty, God forbid. And therefore, uh, it's irrelevant. What you're doing is, is, is not helpful, so it's, it's, it's futile on Yontif. It's Zion. Which became time before Yamtif, you cannot play the mikvah on Yamtif. You're going to leave it in state of two months, Yamtif starts, to just to save yourself time, Rev Yamtif, and push it off into Yamtif. We don't want you to do that. Therefore, we forbid you to table it on Yamtif to ensure you table it before Yamtif. If you had the Kaylee had water and the water became tummy, you want to table the water by you know once that water touches the mikvah water, it's all tar. So matos you can table that clee with the water inside of it, even though that clee is also tummy. And so the kli became tame, the water became tame. So you want the water. You don't care about the kli really, but you're tailing it for the sake of the water. Even though by definition you're tailing the keli itself as well, it's okay anyways. So in its cheshit, it's not a problem. Kli a keli, which was essentially tohar for truma. But chazal even though it's tohar for truma, as an added precaution, you have to table it again for extra necessity if you want to use it for a carbon. So it's tohar for truma, but it's tame in the kodesh. You want to table it for the sake of hektish for for carbon, but you could table it. 
uh, uh, any types of of, of tevilling, which is not a, which is not bringing it from tumah to tara, it's being tevil from one level of tara to a high level of tara, as we'll explain in in, in Sefer Tara. That's allowed on yantif. It's only a kli, which is by def by definition, tamei, and as we'll see, presumably means tamei a teira that you may not tevil on yantif. Yudches kli shenitmo v'yantif a kli which means tamei on yantif. Because of course you cannot tell it before Yantif. I mean you can tell it before Yantif, but it was no purpose. It's tar already. It was tar then. Nitma If the kelim become tame by touching impure liquid, which shehin which is a secondary source of toma. In other words, it touched. We'll, we'll learn more, more about this in Tuma Tara. You have first level toma, second second level toma. So a first level toma, like a dead lizard, dead sherets, touched this liquid, um, and the liquid. Is now tame, and now that that keli, that liquid touched the keli, so that keli is not tame in It's only tame in the rabbanon. So uh, if this if this happened even if this happened before yamtif, you could have it on yamtif. Since milk is pure, as we'll explain elsewhere. So that's why I think the rabbanon is saying anytime that the thing is tame with the rabbanon only, you could table it even if it became tame before yamtif. And you theoretically, theoretically you could have tabled it before yamtif. But because only the Rabbanon, you can tell it on Yantif. You have a bucket which is Tomei. You want, you're allowed to draw water from the well with it. By definition, when you draw water from the well, you're submerging the bucket in the well. It's to become, and you're tabling it. Tabling it. That's okay. Again, this, these, all these sneaky ways of tabling are okay. A woman who must go to the mikvah because she's a nida and she does not have clothing to change afterwards. So what should she do? How should she tevil her kelim on her clothing on yantif? So maremes, so tevil she could be cunning and tevil wearing her clothing, of course loose fitting, so the water goes everywhere. And this way she's taher and so are her clothing. A lot of things Chazal said you can't on yantif. So moving away from so far, we talked about all kinds of things which are not allowed to be done on yantif because they could be done before yantif. Now we're moving on to commerce. Chazal forbade a lot of things in Yontif because of the gazera of, com- of commerce, of business. You're not allowed to do commerce on Shabbos and Yontif because you might come to write. Kids are, for example, in Paiskin, so Yontif were more lean than Shabbos, but there's still prohibitions. In Paiskin, you're not allowed to make a price for an animal Yontif. You could buy the animal Yontif, but you cannot actually set up a price. Uh, maybe stay Buying doesn't mean you pay for it. Buying just means you take it and you commit yourself to, to being responsible for the, to, to, to pay for it eventually. You bring two animals equal. You shech one of them, you divide it among the customers, whoever wants to participate in the sale. Then you kind of evaluate the, the after Yontif how much the other identical animal cost. Now you can say, okay, this is the animal, it's a thousand dollar cow. So you took the head, that, that's a hundred, you took the kishka, that's twenty, whatever. When they divide it, when they divide, they shouldn't say, my piece of meat is one cell, your piece of meat is two cellars. That's currency. You don't mention money. Each one takes, everyone says a third, a quarter. Use that kind of language. They don't use language of money. They divide the money. Uh, divide, the, divide the meat. They should not weigh it with a scale. You're not allowed to use a scale on Yontif at all. Even if you have a scale hanging, you should bring the meat there just to protect it from the mice. Also, it's also also because it looks like you are. If it was a scale which is hanging, it's awesome. It looks like you are weighing the meat. Even a, a, a professional butcher who's experienced, you can weigh the meat by hand, like you can like just hold it in his hand and, and, and estimate with pretty good accuracy how much the meat weighs, is also awesome. To weigh the meat by using a bucket full of water and putting the meat in and seeing how much water the bucket displaces or how much it rises. 
So that's all also. Um, you're not allowed to use um, lottery uh, lots to see who gets which part of the meat. Uh, right? So, you know, let's say you want to divide the meat in you know, five parts and you're saying I'm charging everyone the same, but make a girl to see who gets what. Or for example, people, just everyone, has a, everyone wants a certain part. So you make a girl to see who gets that part. You cannot do that on Yontif. However, you could do that to determine who gets which part of the carbon of Kachim in the Chabas Mitzvah in order to encourage the endearment of the Mitzvah. Give me a dinner's worth of meat. Give a portion, half a portion. Again, don't use the language of money. The next day, make a cheshman how much he owes him. Or how much it was worth. Shouldn't take from a, a person who's or the store. Shouldn't take from you know now a person who has a store. So he sells uh, he sells flour. So if you say a quarter of a pint or a quarter of a, of, a, of, a, of a liter, that's a very specific measure. Even though it's not measure, of, it's not it's not uh, it's not. Um, uh, uh, money language, but since the prices are predetermined, a quarter of flour costs this amount, so it's almost like money money language. So you shouldn't do that. So you should not take from a buy from a, from, from a storekeeper with specific measurements. Ella the so what should you do? Fill this keli for me. Then next, give, give, him, give him the next day, give him the the, the value. Even if we, that keli was a quarter pint or half a pint, you might could fill it up for him. And as long as it's mentioned, who provides the doesn't mention in a specific measure by name. Just says this keli. A chef, this presumably applies to anybody else as well, is allowed to measure spices to put in the pot. Even though we just said he's not supposed to measure on yontif, shouldn't lose the this food should not lose its taste. So when it comes to pepper, <laughs> for example, or any other strong spice, even salt, if you don't do the exact amount to the, of the recipe, you might uh, get uh, too much pepper, not enough. So therefore, it's a, oh, oh, that's okay to measure. A woman should not measure uh, the exact measurement to be used for dough. Uh, should not measure the uh, the crushed barley, the barley groats to put before the animal. You should use approximate approximate amount and put it in front of the animal. If the animal eats a little too much, you know, hopefully it's not going to be not going to be enough to kill it. If it's not enough, the animal will just suffer for the next day. You're allowed to take from, even though we said you can't take a let's say quarter pound of flour or a quarter pint of flour, you're allowed to take from the storekeeper eggs or nuts by a specific number. As long as it's not, does not mention money or a specific number. Um, so, what does it mean? What does it mean? He can't mention a specific number. Oh, oh, he can't mention the number of his account. If he already owed him money for 10 pomegranates or 10 nuts, Give me, let me take 10, so I'll, I'll owe you 20. That he can't do. He takes just 10, and next day, he takes just 10, and A person is allowed to go to a storekeeper, a shepherd, uh, who usually uh, does business with, or usually buys from. You can take from him animals, birds, anything he needs. As long as it's not mentioned, again, specific measure, specific amount. What if you lend, or you sell a person, you know, me on Yontif, you don't, you know, and then after Yontif, he doesn't want to pay you. 
when you loan someone a yom tif, or you give him a, a uh, you lend him, let's say, you know, uh, a pound of meat, uh, whether you're a storekeeper or you're a regular person, you're allowed to demand it in Bezdin. You can sue him in court to, to get it back. If he's saying that a person not, would not be allowed to do that, no one's going to give anybody else anything, any, any food. People will refrain from celebrating Yom Tov properly. Even though a person is not allowed to separate if a person did have Truma Maisa which is separated before Yom Tif, you could bring it to the Kayan Yom Tif. Needless to say, Chala, which is separated from dough, which dough is only made on Yom Tif because it's otherwise not fresh, or the, the parts of the animal which must be given to a Kayan, which is the foreleg, the jaw, and a part of the stomach. It's called the maw. So obviously, if you give him the kain on yontif, because you only shecht on yontif. Now, even though you can eat the animal before bringing it to the kain, there's no. It's not like you have to. It's not like truma where you can't eat from the whole thing until you separate these parts of the kain. Still, it's okay to bring it to my yontif. Gabbai tzedaka graven kamechatzeres yontif. The the tzedaka collectors can collect from the courtyards on yontif as usual. They should make them announcements as they do on, during the weekday. They should collect it more discreetly. And then put it in their um, their pouch. Um, and then deliver it and then distribute them to every neighborhood separately, Also, uh, presumably also quietly.